This is Living Stories, featuring voices from the collections of the Baylor University Institute for Oral History. I'm Louis Mazet. Some of the clearest memories from our youth usually include times we got in trouble. Victor Newman of Waco grew up amidst cowboys in West Texas. In 1923, at the age of 10, he came to live at the recently opened Waco State Home. Newman explains how the home reacted to his cowboy ways. Well, every time I turn around with somebody, he grabbed me up and gave me a spanking because of something that I said. And so finally, well, one man there, he spanked me one day. He said, you know what I spanked you? I said, yeah, because you're bigger than I am. He said, no, he, but they realized the language I was using was what I had heard all my life out there on the ranch. I didn't know I was saying anything wrong. Benny Martinez of Goliad recalls getting caught in his brief life of crime in the 1940s. I remember once my brother and I were stealing watermelons, and that's something we country boys did. We used to go in the river here by the railroad where the train crossed, and we were naked as a jaybird. We'd go across the river, up the hill, and we'd go down and crawl on the grass and go in and, and grab a couple of watermelons. And this man had hundreds of them. And uh, we'd crawl back and get in the, in the river and let them cool off, and then we'd break them open, you know, we'd eat them. And the old man told my daddy, your boys are coming over and stealing my watermelons. They think I don't see them, but I see them. I'll take care of them. I don't want you boys going over there and stealing it. No, sir. I put an end to that. My father put that strap on me once. One time he whipped me, and that was it. He made a believer out of me. I didn't want no more of that. Waco native Helen Geltemeyer describes a scrape she, her youngest brother, and two of his friends got themselves into in the 1930s. One day, my brother, oldest brother, had a brand new car, Ford, and I don't know why he left it at home, but Mama had gone to town shopping. And there that car sat, so my brother decided he wanted to go out the lake and go swimming. That's where the big lake was built. Right, right. I said, if you go, I'll tell on you, you have to let me go. Mm-hmm. He called Bubby and he called Alibi, and we picked them up on 20th and then right here on 17th. He got his daddy's watch. Away we went out 25th, and mm-hmm. in 25th and uh, Maple, he was turning there, and he wasn't very smart. We turned over. Oh, no. <laughs> here I was barefooted with shorts, uh-huh. and I was screaming. I had Bubby's watch, mm-hmm. and they said, Helen, Helen, you're stomping me. They let me out first. Bubby says, where's my daddy's watch? I had it just a holding on to mm-hmm. it. Anyway, we wrecked my brother's car. We finally got somebody to get us home, and my brother left town, mm-hmm. and I had to face the consequences. Uh-oh. He joined the circus. It had just been here, Gosh. but he came home. Uh-huh. He saw how easy it was. Mm-hmm. And these boys were good boys. We just going to go swimming for a little mm-hmm. while and come back. That's why we took the watch. Stories of getting in trouble when we were little can make good icebreakers, for we all have them in common. Living Stories is heard every Tuesday on 103.3 FM Waco, NPR. For program transcripts or more information about the Institute for Oral History, visit baylor.edu slash livingstories.